0: The most difficult thing to understand is really why do you want to achieve a certain goal, right? But like a reason why a lot of people do fail is because they lack confidence they don't try. The reality is that like most things are also a lot harder than you think they're going to be. Once you understand those principles and you're hardworking, you can literally do anything you want. You want. I feel like a repeat offender and I get invited back. I must have done a reasonable job on the first one. So it's yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good thing to get invited back, I
1: guess. I think that's when we started working together, actually. It was um, um, March time, six months ago
0: yeah it was wild and it's it's funny how things have changed um not to go too off topic but like your business has come a long way in that period of time and even the conversation we had before this start putting this on live now like if you'd said that to yourself six months ago it's a reframe right and um harry knights put a post up in the group talking about this yesterday the day before which i was like that's fucking sick because for me um whether it's with your business or your fitness journey surrounding yourself with other people who are crushing it it is like is the secret because once you get proof of concept you see someone else is doing it like if he can fucking do it i can do it if she can get in shape i can get in shape because you you know it can be done right
1: i think it's like how sometimes people don't set a goal until they see someone else achieve it and they're like they've done that i'll go try achieve it now at the same time um so definitely um Relate to the fact because I think when we work together, when we started working together, it was more of a case I was in an environment. I was like, it's not supporting the next level, and being in the next level the environment is just like, get you thinking differently, get you doing differently. And as much as it's been like for a mentoring role, I think a lot of it has been like personal, like personal development. And when we got a train session in, which we're actually we'll dive into the podcast as well, but when we got the uh, training session in person, somebody said to me, which really stuck with me, it was like, a lot of it is just personal development, and it actually is. So, and and, th- and that's actually the same in terms of people listening to gettingshaped fitness because um
0: you're only gonna physically grow to like like building your biceps or whatever to where your mind believes you can go or you're only gonna lift something if you believe you can do it same in terms of growing your business like if you don't believe it's gonna it's possible it will never happen and the more experience I get in different things in life the more I realize that and also the more I'm very very selective of who I listen to, who I hang around with or the information I take in because you don't want that to affect your mindset and your view of the world, because the way you look at everything is based upon the information that's put in front of you. So like me and our were joking before the podcast that like um, the background of oh, well, this podcast looks really crap. But if I was to flip my desk around how it used to be behind the screen and behind the camera, there's a sick view I'm looking at of like boats going past the Marina because I like looking out the window now. Um, <laughs> But that mindset shift for me, moving from Dubai, from the UK to Dubai, to seeing that as like wild, because that, for me, like changes my perspective of what normal is and raises it to a higher standard. So then
1: I work myself to a higher standard, if that makes sense. I I think like one of the main reasons why to get you in the podcast and like the first topic I wanted to dive into is because coming up to Q4, there are like, um, I I kind of see as that separation season when it's dark, when it's cold, when whatever's happening in the climate is that happening i think a lot of people tend to either go with the flow or actually go against the flow and then when you go against the flow is that like separates you from what everyone else is doing so you get what nobody else has got for Q uh, q4 what's your um, fitness goals to so dive into that just firstly i think a lot of people uh, also-
0: that's a good question so at the moment I, I did a really big growth phase from november last year till pretty much july or june um, so at the moment I'm just recomping. I've come down from 110 to about 105 kilos um, I'll probably keep chipping away f- for the next week or two but part of me is inclined just to keep going get really lean again um, and then bulk up a part of me is that wants to start so I'm not quite sure on that but at the moment I've actually tracking my training volume back down from five days a week to four and I'm seeing better results and I've also gotten a weird obsession with peptides and experimenting with that and just like maximizing human performance so like um not to make me sound like a drug addict but like <laughs> um, just like where, where's the the marginal gains of things right so like i'll give an example and this is a bit of a slippery slope to go down but i gonna talk about it anyway so if anyone's filmed seen the film limitless have you seen the film limitless yeah yeah okay so like um the film limitless is basically based on a drug called modafinil it's basically like a brain drug that makes your synapses yeah. firing your brain faster so you can focus more it's fucking wild uh, I have taken it before. I hadn't taken it for a long time. And I have started like taking very, I say very small amounts. I, I, uh, the tablet tablets, 200 milligrams. I have started like doing like 25 milligrams, almost like an eighth of a tablet. That's um, and I notice a fucking massive difference. Like yesterday I recorded four podcasts back to back in the studio and your focus is just insane. So days I'm not training, I'm trying to take a really low dose of that and to see how I feel. It makes me feel superhuman. But I do notice long story short, but first time I took it like years ago, I thought I had insomnia and I couldn't sleep because yeah. it messes with your sleep. But I took like the whole 200 milligrams. Right. Um, so it, like things in small doses, I think you can get away with and it's just not testing. Like for me, it's like life is about testing and how far can you push the limits with some things. Um, some things, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. I like I've actually taken modafinil a few times. I think I took 15 milligrams and, yeah. uh, it's actually quite handy. I find, like, um, when I first took it, I was in university. I literally remember I was out for a meal. And I was not studying for maths. And my mate was like, oh, I'll take this. I was like, cool, took okay. it." Then I was like, should have asked what it was. And then I asked, what is it? <laughs> and it was always, oh, my Daphne going to help you focus. And I think that day, I didn't go back home until, like, the afternoon that day. I took it at, like, 12 p.m. And then the next day at 1 p.m., I went back home. And I was like straight 24 hours studying it's mental i think we just talked between milligrams but uh it does kill your appetite i think like anything like a double-edged sword it's, i'm not sure
0: it's interesting you notice that actually so like when i took it on monday i was like i have no interest in eating well, i was like that's really fucking weird yeah um it mm-hmm. super crushes your appetite so not that like, if you're in a weight loss phase you should treat modafinil but like it, <laughs> it does help
1: yeah 100%. it helps right for you uh what's kind of dive into like i think with the goal setting process is like there's a lot of confusion about how to set goals. And I think there's two sides of the coin I can dive into this. Uh one is like I think I told you I went to Bali two months ago. Yeah, yeah. And I remember on the on the journey back, there was like a two-hour journey. We went to go to waterfalls. On the journey back, it was actually nine hours. So we were in the car, there was like seven, six, seven of us, and everyone's like goal driven and like they actually really wanted to push themselves. So we were like we're literally gonna be sat here let's just everyone go around tell everyone what you want personally professionally and everyone break down someone else's goals and i remember like my goals were actually a case of like there were some outcome goals but most of them like process oriented when it came to physique it was like i want to get away from flexible dieting i want to look into like the training intensity that applied in bali i want to apply year-round and like some habits and formations and i think i kind of stepped back and i was like shit i just said who i want to become not what do i want to achieve and it's like I was like, that's actually really interesting. I and mean, obviously, when it came to business, it's a different scenario. But um, for you, with the goal setting standpoint, how do you set goals? Would be something I think a lot of people take value from because mine has always been a case of like, yes, some outcomes, but then you measure it through who you need to become, as opposed to what you need to do. So what you said there was very
0: interesting because who you are become who you become defines what you achieve, right? So like, you can't have one without the other. So actually, focusing on that first is the bigger thing. I would say for me in terms of goals, um, I'm actually looking at them in the floor of my computer screen in front of me now. I have f- five for 2023. I've ticked two of them off, technically three. Um, there's two that I won't happen. Um, and the reality with that is having your goals front of front of mind. And when it comes to goals, I actually think this is a, the most difficult thing to understand is really why do you want to achieve a certain goal right because unless you really want something for a sp- I could put a reason actually so here's a good example one of the goals i had down for 2023 was to get 100,000 youtube subscribers now do you know how much i've done to about going about getting 100,000 youtube subscribers fuck all like not a lot like <laughs> I, I posted like podcasts and also yeah. but like barely anything right um i had five goals and that was the one i did to do nothing else sort of one was a monetary goal which i also went hit um and then two of the goals I did hit, I bought two investment properties. I've added at least four kilos of muscle tissue, um, which to some degree I have some control over. But the big thing I think for people to understand is um, when it comes to goals, I would literally almost just write down everything you want. Um, so what if we, if we look at this objectively, right? So like um, what physical things I want in my life, like what car do I want to drive? What house or where do I want to live? And then... Literally write them down and put next to it, like when do you want to happen, like one year, three years, five years, ten years. Like, what's the time frame that you want to achieve this in? Next, I'd be in terms of like, okay, like uh, relationship goals. When do I want to have children? When do I want to get married? When do whatever. Like, I think that's less important in some respects because you can't really force and control that. um another one would be in terms of like personal goals in terms of like fitness. Like what's the timeframes in terms of like my habits, I want to achieve X, Y, Z. And I think when you actually like look at longer term horizons and goals, you actually get better results. Whereas I think most people, the max will ever look at is a year. And I tend to think th- always three to five years. And I actually think as well, in my opinion, I've noticed this, your entire world changes in three years. And I almost have noticed at the moment, I'm going through a big, change personally in terms of the way i see the world and maybe what i want maybe it's my age um that i'm getting older that i've noticed my perspective and things have started to change um and i think that's an important thing for people to understand because the goal you have right now it's probably not going to be the same goal you can have in five years and that's okay but what you just also have to understand is a longer term vision of like okay if um 80 year old charlie was sitting here now would he be happy with what i'm, what I'm planning to do in the next 12 months would he be like, that's a really good use of your time if he was advising me? And that's one of the things I really think about. And I do these weird sessions where I sit down with myself once a week on a Monday and literally like I write a question and answer it to myself as if I'm like bipolar, if that makes sense.
1: That's a good way to do it to be fair. Self-coaching. Yeah. Because Mm.
0: you you know yourself, but it's also,
1: I always have it like future self answers it. I love that. Do you write like when it comes to like thinking like that, what, Cause I think a lot of times people set goals to the year and kind of going back to what you said about the why, I think people find it hard to find the real reason why they're doing it. What makes those goals that you've set meaningful?
0: That's a million dollar question. And that's <laughs> what I actually said to you earlier in terms of, um, me looking at things differently of that. If we look in the genders, right? So if we look at what drives male behavior, the one thing men want is status. That's what everything fucking runs around. Why do you want more money? Why do you want bigger biceps? Why do you want more followers? Um, why do you want more people to know who you are? Like status, right? So I've really noticed that the last year is like, what, why does it matter at some point? Like, yeah. well, like, well, why are you doing all this? To what point? Um, but then I think it, for me, it's about, I personally just enjoy the process. And I think at that point it comes down to understanding that your own human behavior and what you like doing and what you're wired to do. So like, for me, um, I like the thrill of the hunt rather than fucking catching the rabbit if it makes sense. Like I like the fucking chase, Like I don't give an example. It's like, I like chasing the girl rather than sleeping with the girl. That's the fun bit for me It's like, no, you can rather than doing it. Right. So it's like, um, in a crude analogy but that, that's an important thing to understand because um you always need to have a something to get you to, out of bed in the morning like what is your purpose what's the thing you're set out here to do and i feel my purpose that makes me truly happy is to help other people and to say you've had an impact and you've helped my life but like that's like a cool thing because like you're helping other people to achieve their goals and dreams and whether that's you're helping people get in shape whether it's your helping your kids have a healthy, happy life, whether it's you're helping your partner have the family like she's always wanted, or whatever that might be.
1: But I'm certain. It's quite killer when you actually see like the knock-on effects as well. I think you said this to me a while back where it was like, one of your clients messaged you about how, cause you, he's a doctor and you coached him and then bearing in mind he's a doctor, he's helping all these other people. So it's like a knock-on effect. So I think that's yeah. killer. It's like a compound effect, right? Cause I remember during lockdown, like I was always walking, I remember, like on my Instagram story. Like we were coaching a lot of guys in Manchester at that time and it was part of, I had like a small team. I don't think much actually told you, but I remember a lot of people around the area, everyone was like, not many people went to fitness. People were just like, sat at home all day and me just going out for a walk and just sharing every single day. I remember someone came up to me and they were like, yeah, I started walking because of you and so was my whole family. And then now every single time I'm just hearing people be like, I always see you walking and i started walking because of you. It's quite cool just to have that small marginal impact. Then during lockdown, it was like someone's mum that came up to me. and said, oh yeah, my kids told me about your Instagram stories and you're always walking and he's uh, always gone for walks. so I was like, oh, that's pretty sick to be fair. Like a knock-on effect of how other people do it. And you probably don't even know they're doing it and you don't even realise the impact. So it's, uh, it's quite cool to just see that. And with like social media, I think it's like so sick because you can reach so many people and like it's just mass scale and everything. Whereby other people view it as negative, and it's like it kind of reflects what they don't have and what they're not doing. I think you can be used for your advantage massively.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And I'd say, um, social media is one of the best things in the world and one of the worst things in the world. And like, it, not even I, this sounds arrogant. Um, I was about to say, even I look at it and I get like, oh, fuck, this person's got this, this was that, like, which I do. So, like, I go on Instagram and i see, like, that motherfucker Wes Watson's just. <laughs> or, or another rolls royce and like fuck's sake wow. um and uh or you see like whatever and that sometimes is a difficult thing for the human brain to understand because like this also makes you realize that how many other people are on the planet and that you then end up with this weird scenario and I actually said to someone that you can't split test life so i'm in a fortunate position i can live anywhere in the world i want i can do whatever i want maybe I shouldn't be in Dubai. Maybe I should go move to Miami. Maybe I should move to LA. Maybe I should go live in Sydney. Like, I don't know. Like, and then you always end up this like weird parad, like paradox in terms of like paradox in terms of like, what would my life be like if I just moved to like Auckland and did something random, do you know what I mean? And, um, I think that can go down a lot of rabbit holes, but I think the important thing with social media is just making sure that you follow the right people who give you the right impact and value. Um, and the biggest thing that i'd say i see in particular for people in the fitness niche there's a lot of people who don't practice what they preach i'll give you the best example of this i remember like distinctly maybe like 2018 uh like body power i had a lot of friends who were um, on exhibitions and like superstars in the industry people queuing up to go and like see him over that weekend for being a fitness influencer, but they're out the night, like Friday, Saturday night doing cocaine, doing those drugs and doing whatever. And you're like, mm. yeah, <clears throat> the smoke, the smoke and mirrors are what really goes on. is what people don't really see. And there's very few people who are congruent to what they actually do. If that
1: makes sense. 100%. It's so funny you mentioned that because I remember I'm not going to name the person, but they're a fitness coach. And I was speaking to him, I was like, oh, how's your training going? Uh kind of fell out of love with it for the last few years. I was like, Oh, what are you aiming towards? Oh, nothing. I only go to the gym to film content. And it's like, like you literally said this to me a while back. as like, if you're a fitness coach, you kind of have to be in fitness, right? And it's like, you kind of got to do the walk. And uh, I think in that sense, it kind of reflects in terms of how. With their team is doing how good their clients are doing like one of the biggest reasons i work with you is because like you're living it breathing they doing it and i think a lot of clients when they work with a coach they want to see them do the same thing so like I, when i started taking my training seriously i find i'm not going to affect all our guys and girls and it's like a case of like just by giving advice congruency you're not just kind of giving like inspirational opinions but you're actually giving general advice that really applies and it's real world because anyone can say do this for your diet, do that for you diet, but they're not doing it, and it's like you're just spitting out bars and just making a making noise with your mouth, right? So, and uh,
0: this is the human reality of human nature, right? We often can't take our own advice, which actually, you know, what I said earlier, I sit down and coach myself, is because I realized <clears throat> I realized I had a lot of things that I could improve on, which you all can always can. I was like, you're a smart guy, why didn't you just like sit and think and actually like? like take time to think about this and you'll probably get ahead a lot quicker. Right. And I think, um, the biggest, the two biggest skills for people to understand one theory and practice are completely different. The- in theory, some things seem like great day, great day practice. They never are. And then, um, the reality is that like most things are also a lot harder than you think they're going to be. Like the reality is you think it's going to, you'll get in shape in 12 weeks, you'll get shredded and they're out like, but then you've got your sister's wedding and then it's also your birthday. And then like you get COVID or whatever, like, so yeah. give yourself more time than you need. And the same thing applies to business: as Things are never as straightforward as they appear. Things will always go wrong. And I also find that with, um, someone might say to you doing they're doing X, Y, Z and they're killing it. And it's a really simple strategy, but then they didn't mention the one thing that you also have to do. That's really complicated to pull it off, to pull it off. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think also with like, to kind of touch on that in Boulder, it is like a lot of people kind of have the arrogance of like they think they know what they need to be doing and then they already feel like they know everything they need to do. I, I love this as well because like, did you know Pure Gyms? Yeah, uh, yeah, of course. Um, so <laughs> the trainers are horrible. Sorry if anyone's listening, but like, <laughs> you will get them to do. I remember the first time I went to Pure Gym and I was working at Spinning Fields, there's one of the B.T. she was had her client do a shoulder press and a leg press both at the same time. So you extend the elbows and your legs at the same time. I like, "Oh yeah, welcome to your gym, right?" <laughs> so you see things like that, and um, I literally had members say to me, "Is like, oh, I know most, I know more than all the, all the PTs here." I'm like, "That's probably, it's probably holding you back," and um, it's kind of a scenario where it's, yes, you may you know know more, and at the same time is like, "All right, cool, you have the knowledge," but then look, he's looking in the mirror, like you're not where you want to be. So maybe you don't know what you actually need to do. So it's uh, here's,
0: here's, here's a framework for you if anyone listening to this. Um, sometimes it's not what you know it's what you can prove 100%. because like, okay, if you know, or then why do you look like a sack of shit and you've been perma bulking for 20 years? You, you evidently don't know what you're doing. And like, I actually really like having this really harsh conversation with people in a business front and I literally will like lay into them. And I think I said this the other day on the call because it's for people's own good and not many people like, um, like a job of a fitness coach, that's a fitness client as well as the same thing as be like, look, the reality is you're not getting in shape because you're eating the shit your wife's cooking that you shouldn't be eating. Like she keeps making fucking cookies and crap like that and you're eating three of them a day. Like if you put the cookies down and you actually stick to the rest of it, you'll see results. Like yeah. you, you need to get people to cut the crap. And um, the biggest thing that you'll know as well is that generally the people who may know the most We'll pretend they know the least and they also ask the most questions and very inquisitive and they're always trying to learn um
1: would you agree 100 percent. yeah it's kind of like you're almost looking at actually here's a probably a better way to actually put that to a story when i went to that barley camp everyone did the exact same training everyone did the exact same nutrition at the end of it everyone took out something that's completely different so it was literally we lived in the same place we ate the same the routine was the exact same by the end of it, some people push themselves harder. Some people did more. and They're just very inquisitive and in asking better questions. Other people are just coasting through it. And they're like, oh, "I'm just gonna get it from A to B." And it's like, kind of like not necessarily you know what you do, but it's how you do it and when you ask the questions, you get to do it better. So I think billion percent with that, because like nowadays, it's like. If you ask someone, uh, how did you get, you know, a um, seven-figure business? They're like, oh, you do this, do that, do that. Oh, cool. Have you got a seven-figure business? <laughs> they, they know Theory practice, right? <laughs> yeah. So, it's uh, yeah, I think it's like when you get very curious in terms of how to get the next step, I really like, think that solidifies what you need to be doing at the same time, and you won't do something unless you really, really understand why you're going to do it at the same time. So, that's a big thing. Something I wanted to dive into, because I know you actually, was it three years ago you made this post? And I actually probably a shadow of a story we didn't even know each other then and they really stuck to me it was like dad buds are people that fill the younger self oh fuck me i got so much
0: <laughs> i got so much fucking hate that. and That's this, awesome. this is it's true this is right the, but this is the world we live in right and i'll say it's called it a spade to spade the expression is we live in a soft world people aren't willing to accept the reality same thing as like nike stores having plus size models there's no fucking way that that's healthy to be a plus size model. Like I appreciate you want to feel confident in whatever you're wearing if you're overweight, right? But the fact is you're still overweight and your body fat's too high. That's shortening your lifespan. There is no like, yeah. there is no definition other than that. And also that's your own conscious choice because you're not born fat. I know it's a harsh thing to say, but there's no fat people in Auschwitz, which is a proven fact, right? It's like you have a slow metabolism, you're eating too much. Like right. fact. Um <clears throat> And the reality is we live in a world now where it's like third place medals for fucking everything, like last place medals for everything. It's like, we are almost trying to stop people being rewarded for being successful. And this is actually almost, I think like, looks like the tax system in the UK and Europe is like, you almost try and stop people being successful because it's not worth it at that point. Which is one of the reasons why I moved to Dubai. Cause I remember like looking at the amount of tax I was paying. I was like, this isn't even worth it anymore, the stress and pressure I'm doing, stress and pressure you're going through. And I think that's um, where people need to wake up and just realize that no one's coming to save you in life except for your fucking self. Like people will help you, but you have to put your hand up and be willing to be saved. And like some people, you can throw them the life raft, but some people just won't take fucking won't take it and they're going to drown. And that's not your fault, listening to this as a coach, um, you can't save everyone. You just like the Titanic's going down. You got to get as many as you can on the lifeboats and those who can't jump on board, then it is what it is.
1: Yeah. The analogy is wrong. Like him that it's, um, my biggest motivation, came from me, seeing how other people let themselves go. And I was like, that's exactly what I don't want. And I'm only 25 and it's like, you just see people from like where they were previously to where they are now. And it's like, you kind of let yourself go. And I don't want to see that from a place of judgment, but it's like, they could there's so much untapped potential in there. And I think a lot of it is the environment, but on the path that you decide to obviously take. But more importantly, mine is a case of like, I actually don't want to be that. So that kind of sets the path in terms of where I want to be. So for me, it was like seeing people that are achieving sex rape and had like everything together kind of lose it. And I was like, don't to be that guy that used to be this, So I used to be in shape. I used to do these things and they were that and they're not anymore. It's like, you kind of hang your hat on that previous achievements. So I was like, I don't want to look back and hang my hat there. I'm like, there's actually more to do. So I remember
0: a- someone saying to me as well, not to cut you off, but that, um, you can't be a millionaire and have be been in really good shape. And I was like, well, and I know where they're coming from, but like the reality is you can do everything to a certain degree. And it just comes down to actually anyone listening to what's in secret. whether it's your fitness or your business? It's coaching. I have a coach for fitness. I I've always had coaches helping me for business. I don't really have anyone at the moment, but like I've worked with probably 10 different people so far. And that's the key to get ahead really quickly is who, not how, so what's the problem you have, who can solve the problem, who's walked the walk, who understands the theory and also the practice. So like if you're a busy professional and you are you want to get in shape, then Natasa is like, he understands that. He can help you. Um, knowing someone who like who's actually done the thing, who can actually is relatable to you, it makes a big, big difference. I
1: understand. It's kind of like how you said it one time where it was like, they're heading towards the Titanic, they're heading towards the iceberg and you're like, right, avoid the iceberg, let's go somewhere else. And it's like just knowing the things you want to obviously avoid and like you can learn the lesson without the scars. So like if you can get the clients to not, Hit the iceberg. That's exactly what a coach does, right? So it gets a moving ahead. Uh, and also I think
0: um, getting in shape is a very more than people realise, emotional and a personal development process. Like <clears> as much as no one people think it's physical, it's not. Because to you're not you're not you're not gonna like turn up to the gym when you're supposed to if you don't got the discipline to do it. You're not gonna um, take your stuff to the to work, to go to the gym afterwards if you've not got the organization to do it and you're not going yeah. like, to build these habits. And the, well, I, actually something that frustrates me a lot is people say, oh, you shouldn't change too much in one go. I actually disagree. I, disagree. I think you should fucking yeah. clean slate, slate and be like, look, Itaza, this is the person I want to be tomorrow. I want to get in the best shape of my life. I want to completely change who I am. I'm going to put a line in the sand. Tell me exactly what to do and I'm going to fucking do it. That's the conversation people really need to be having with themselves rather than, um, Molly coddling around and being like, Oh, I'll do an extra thousand steps this week is like, mm. it's like dipping my toe in the water. And it's like, you need to rip the bandaid off and jump in with both feet. And the, the saying I really like is that, um, if you leap, the net will appear because uh-huh. like when your back's against the wall and you need to solve a problem, you solve a problem. Right? So like, if you just go at something all out. And you focus it on one day at a time or it will come. And I think too many people, and I see this in a business perspective, like I wake up every day, probably slightly overwhelmed, stressed and anxious. And I don't want to get up and I still just get up and just do it anyway. And I've done that for the last seven years. And you just, that becomes normal, right? And that's the reality of what you have to do if you want to be really successful and you want to progress. Because if you're happy staying stagnant, then cool, you can do that. And you're not going to have to do that. But if you want to get to the next level, you're going to have to seek discomfort and seek pain to do that, which is the reality,
1: right? Don't upset. It's, um, have you seen the that, that that photo of like there's two bulbs? One's got like, one arrow in yeah. it, and he's on like, he's the floor bleeding. The other one's got 20 arrows, and he's still standing. That really like reminded me of that. And like sometimes what you think is hard now is so much easier later, and what's easy now is actually hard later. So um, that when you choose that hard right initially it just makes it so much easier later on. It's like kind of that like time and attention with anything is that like time and attention with like how much you can work, how much you can do. Previously what would have broken me was like an eight hour working day. Now it's like eight hours is like the minimum. <laughs> like it's uh feels like I'm not working on do eight hours. Um there's a part of my life where I remember it was I'd wake up at four thirty, get to Pure Gym do pt work from nine till five, come back from bt i had to get a bike because they can't get stuck in traffic because i had that 10 minutes between things and uh, it was like i do 4 30 to 11 p.m every single day seven days a week sunday was 10 till seven sunday felt so good it felt like a day off right and then now it's like there's no like i don't see it as nine to five i feel guilty for doing nine to five right so it's really funny how like your perspective changed because you went through the hard things and this is why, like, I always say to clients, your first diet is going to be the hardest, it's going to be the longest, it's going to be the most challenging. Next time, it's so much easier. Times after that, it's so much easier, right? So initially, it just gets it gets better. it gets gets easier and people think it gets harder, but it actually, you know, you build a skill set to make it better.
0: Was, um, you build your stress tolerance, right? The same as building a muscle. The more you train it, the stronger it gets. And it's still going to be painful. And I think um, the author of the book, the subtle art, not giving a fuck. I heard this quote from him the other day and it said, um, most important question to ask is what pain do you want in your life? Like what are you willing to struggle for? Because anything worthwhile is going to require some degree of pain or struggle. So if you're orientated towards, um, the pain or struggle, you're probably going to be more aligned with what you're capable of accomplishing rather than if you just orientate towards like the pleasures. So like the more you actually like seek out pain and discomfort and you push yourself and like, this is really fucking hard the more pleasure you actually end up getting. And it's that paradox of actually delayed gratification. So like doing what's difficult now means you have amazing whatever you want later in your life, or you can choose what's easy and pleasurable now, but the rest of your life is going to be hard.
1: 100%. Have you seen that frequency chart?
0: Have no.
1: This made the world of a difference. And I realized it. I think Wes Watson speaks about it a lot. And it's like, you've got a frequency start as chart and it's like at the bottom of it is guilt. At the top, it was like joy, abundance, positivity, gratitude, and like working hard. And like when people skip training, they're bothered again, they've got things they need to do, but they don't do it. They're operating at the lowest frequency of guilt because they've not done those things. And that's the lowest frequency you can go into. And like something small as like you said you're not going to have a drink and you have a drink. Something's like, you know, you said you're not going to smoke weed, you smoke weed. You hang around those people and you feel guilty for doing that. So your frequency is down here and you operate in the lowest state. That itself made such a big difference to like my level of motivation. So like I know for me now, if I don't get work done, if I don't do the things that I say to you I'm going to do from a business perspective, if I don't get my training in, I'm at my lowest frequency and like I'm operating from guilt, whereby if I really want to have a better frequency and you know match that with the things I want to achieve, then the work needs to get done. So that for me is that like if I say I'm going to train at 4 p.m., I'm going to train at 4 p.m. Because I just find like if I don't, after four PM, my frequency is right at the bottom. Is the guilt is the lowest level of frequency. I think it's at like twenty hertz or thirty hertz, and it's that diagram. It's worth googling for anyone listening as well. It's just made such a difference. I've actually got it saved as my like lock screen. Do really you know? Right. Um, do you know how how you get confidence in life? I can throw a lot of answers. Doing doing things,
0: keeping the promises that you set for yourself. Oh, and then also accomplishing stuff and then stacking it up that's how you get certainty right like i used to be really uncomfortable and introverted when i was younger and then when you start to like achieve stuff and you start to win you're like you've got this track record of all this shit that you've done you're like well i've fucking done all this i can keep going and it's one of the reasons why i'm not overly flamboyant but like i bought like a really nice watch recently like a rolex date just for his diamond stuff it's cool but like if i'm having like a shit day or i'm stressed or like whatever I put it on and I'm like, you fucking got this. Like you fucking done all X, Y, Z and like I put, um, like I've applied for another one, but we put a, a two comma club award. Like as I come out of my office, every time I go out, I fucking see it. I'm like, it's those mental signatures. Like my office, I have one thing is like an American express, hundred million dollars, no limit thing. The other one is like a, a brain, which is, uh, it's like a big gold brain split in two, which is like think outside the box. It's just all these things are like subtle signals to you, like in your environment, you're in all the time of like confidence, confidence, you've got this, you've got this. Um, because one of the biggest reasons people aren't successful with fitness, business, relationships, whatever it might be, is a lack of confidence. Like no one's ever failed because they've been too confident, like reality. Like they've been failed because they've been underprepared because they're too confident. But like a reason why a lot of people do fail is because they lack confidence they don't try. You're better off trying a million times of failing because the more you try something, the more you fail, the quicker you learn. It's that feedback cycle, right? Whether it's like in training about how to do an exercise correctly, whether it's about like what type of diets work for you, whether it's about how to set nutrition so you don't fucking fuck it up and end up cheating your diet. Like yeah. I, I, sh- I found that really hard for a long period of time. It's Like how do I get out of the cycle of like eating crap food at the weekend? Like, legitimately, from 21 to 26, like from Friday night till Sunday, was like, just eat whatever I want. And I wondered why I never made progress. And that was the one thing holding me back.
1: Interesting. Here's a question I'd love to hear the answer of is where do you feel like you lack confidence now, if anywhere? Uh, this, is a,
0: this is probably not, I'd say I lack confidence. I'd say I lack clarity in my personal life. And what I mean by that is I find it very difficult sometimes With to be very successful at business. You have to be very logical thinking, very unemotional, very strategic of like bang, 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 very efficient. In your personal life, you basically want to be the opposite in terms of a personal relationship, right? You don't want yeah, to be super emotional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, like you don't want to be like, like super – like my brain is so logical thinking all the time that it doesn't help. And yeah. also I, I find it difficult to – like you can't split test your personal life, right? So it's like mm-hmm. that I would say is not a lack of confidence, but I find that difficult to think of where do I want to go in life. But that's probably an age transition I'm going through because I think everything in life changes. I'd say areas I lack confidence is probably I, – I don't think I lack confidence. In I, feel yeah, like, that's- I feel like I could do anything now because I have – I have the ability. Do you know what the ability is? And this is the biggest superpower anyone can have. And I said, I actually still referred to earlier is um, who, not how. So if I wanted to find out how to build a boat in Dubai, I'd just go find a boat person who builds boats and be like, I want you to coach me how to design and manufacture a boat. I'll pay you and I'll work it out. Like I'm coachable and intelligent enough to learn that. And when, once you understand those principles and you're hardworking, you can literally do anything you want in your life. It just depends. Are you willing to like sacrifice and put the time into learning the things? That makes sense.
1: It's genuinely generally, believe that's like the secrets or anything like coaching is like one of the biggest things we have and like the biggest blessings. It's like being able to not have to figure out by yourself, spend years and years of thing has to build a boat, but it's like go to someone else has done that and get there in like a week. Right. So I think that's like one of the biggest things we have is like, people that you can connect to and it's endless in terms of what you can achieve by going to the right person so that's killer
0: what i'd say is more important than that is for people to understand though is that we <clears throat> we live in a world where there's more information available than ever like, like anything you want to your fingertips like ai will give you the answer to anything but we don't live in a world of a lack of information we live yeah. in a world of lack of implementation because yeah. most people spend so long fucking about about like actually doing the work that they procrastinate and they sit on the balcony and do yoga and do stretching and then they've got to go to the sauna and then they've got to go for a walk for an hour and then stroke the cat or whatever before they start work that if they just done the thing in the first place the thing they were like building themselves up to do would be finished um so i think a lot of people procrastinate too much because they're too afraid about slaying the dragon that needs to be slayed. I'd say one of the best pieces of advice you could give anyone is like, whatever the hardest thing that you need to deal with every day, deal with it first. Um, and that's one of the things I used to do in my uh, sales job in real estate previously was like, whatever the shit task was I had to do that day, I would just do it first. Cause then like yeah. you've slayed the dragon that's done, whatever the problem is, yeah. you could, the day is going to get easier. Cause otherwise you've got the dread of like, oh, I got fucking deal with this problem later on.
1: Yeah. I'm upset as I slay the dragon and get the minions rather than get the minions Mm. and get you yeah it's um here's a question I'd love to know because uh something I got asked recently and it was like what's the best thing that never happened to you that never happened to me yeah uh, I didn't get hit by a bus that's probably
0: because I'm still alive (laughs) Uh, the best best thing that never happened to me it sounds weird that I'm about to say this but maybe winning the lottery because I think if you're given everything would you be the person you want to be probably not because you become you become someone not from a status point of view but someone of skills and knowledge and um intellect and information who's interesting by actually going through a journey and like having a story to tell of life and i think if you were just given everything on a plate then i think that then is a very um, unfulfilled life. And it's important to have highs and lows. And I've had them and you can't really appreciate the highs until you've had shitty low days. And like I had some really bad times last year. I think I have told you about this, but I had, I got divorced on Wednesday, Thursday, cleared out my house. Like I'd spent seven years paying for and like given everything away, basically like I owned and then the, the, the day afterwards, I was sitting in a hotel before talking on a big co- podcast. My Instagram account got disabled. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Um, and when you have times like that, they're very challenging. Um, that's what then really gives you perspective um, to appreciate the better times. And life's always going to be a roller coaster, right? Like if it was like flat all the time, it'd be boring and not exciting. Um, and I think uh, this is not something I'm... I'm not going to say that because it's not a good thing to say. But I would say one of the big things is making sure that when you're scaling the mountain of whatever you're climbing, that you try and look back and enjoy the view. And for me, like people have said to me, you don't do that enough. But it's like, yeah, but I enjoy the climb. Like I like the process of what I'm doing at the moment and the the phase I'm in. And when I want to go and sit on the beach in Thailand and drink cocktails and do kickboxing all day, then I'll do that. But at the moment, I'm in the phase where I... I want to grind and if that's what i want to do and i enjoy doing and that's, that's what i'm going to do if that makes sense like do you and if someone says to you you need more balance then it's like then maybe you don't need it right now and like yeah. when you want to go and get more balance like i run to the point where like at the weekend i went to the beach for two days and chilled out, outside the hotel and then i'm good for probably another three weeks
1: and then i'll do the same thing again yeah i think it's like with <laughs> it's funny because um every time i go away i always enjoy living here and working as opposed to holiday life. It's so funny because I remember um, Marbella last year in March was like my first holiday I actually enjoyed for the first time my whole entire life. And the reason why is because I actually look forward to coming back and doing what I love. But, but other times I'd be like, oh I've got to get back on the flight and I need to get back home and uh, get back to the, the really dread go back to work, right? It's uh now it's like can we get sometimes like it's literally so funny. It happens every single time I go away. And I'm like, gosh, I us get the same flight home tonight. Every single time. It never goes away. Every time I've been away, I'm like, oh, let's just go back on tonight. As soon as I land, I'm like, I'm here. It's like, because I love the routine of not being away as opposed to being away because there's no escapism. So it's funny. I, how I, I, to-
0: I think that's good, though, because that shows you're fulfilling your purpose and you yeah. enjoy what you do, right? It's like I have a day not, to quote, unquote, working, and I want to get back to work and I'm chomping the bit because I enjoy what I do, and I'm very passionate about having the ability to impact and help people yeah. uh, and help people get to the next level. And I think um when that's your truest value is serving other people. That's when like the best version of you will come out mm. and you'll be the most motivated. Because I've been there before where like I was doing really well but I wasn't really motivated. I sort of lost my purpose a bit and I was like not get out of bed till 7 30 AM because I was like I can't not if too easy, but I was like, I'm just not nothing excites me. Yeah. And if there's nothing to chase in life, then what's the point? Like you get one one rodeo at this, so it's like you might as well go big,
1: right? 100%. Here's um here's a bit here's jumping onto a different topic. What's one thing that you've always wanted to speak about but never been given the platform to? Oh
0: that's a deep question. Um one thing I want to speak about this way now. Something that comes true to mind is just the weakness that people have in their ability to push themselves and take on the fear of, and what do I mean by take on the fear? I mean the fear of who you could become. Right. So like I speak to people all the time. I'm like, you literally just don't have the minerals for this. You say you want something, but you're not willing to do what it takes. And the reality is I feel like shaking these people because like they don't know what they don't know. And I can see they could do it but they just don't believe in themselves. And I was that guy until I was like 27. And then when you suddenly start achieving stuff and you start thinking who, not how you get coaching and like you see behind the curtain of like the way the world really works, you're like, this is bullshit. Like why are you, why is 99% of the population working a nine to five? Why are all of you listening to what the government says? Why do you believe everything the news tells you? Why do you believe everything the doctors tell you? The whole world is basically a lie when you conform to what the system tells you. And as soon as you actually learn the ability to think critically and have the minerals to stand up for yourself and actually realize that you can do whatever you want in life, then you can do it. And I think that's the big thing that I feel I haven't probably spoken enough about in particular to men is that too many men die having never even spoken about the dreams of what they want to achieve. And I never told anyone what I wanted to do because I was too shy and embarrassed to say what I wanted to achieve. I just went out and did it and then, talked about it afterwards um i knew i didn't know how i was gonna do it but i had an idea of what i wanted to do um yeah. and i think more people just need to just like what's the worst case scenario like like you go and try and do something it doesn't work you're back in the same fucking position you were in the first place you've got nothing to lose you've got nothing to lose whereas like if you become successful you've got a lot more to lose at that point
1: it's true yeah. right yeah I think that story about you, you mentioned this a while back in the podcast as well. So that really reiterates the message. It was like, you know, go try this. If it doesn't work, you'll go back to the previous job. And it's like, cool, we've got nothing to lose. We're still here, but you've done something, right? So it's like kind of backing yourself. I think it's just like, I, I learned this as well. And I think the start of the year is like, I try to set goals out too low. And I think we spoke about this recently. is like your goals mm-hmm. are too big enough. And uh, having to having the ability to back yourself and be like, yeah, I'm actually going to be able to do this. And I'm going to find ways how to, it's endless. Right. So yeah. Quite and
0: and it's, it's the compound effect and the biggest perspective shift you can ever have is just surrounding yourself with people who think bigger mm. and people who are better than you. So like I currently spend my life trying to find people who are ahead of me who I can hang around with because I'm like, I can learn stuff from these people. Right. And it makes me see the world on a different level and think differently and that's when you see behind the curtain again like the next curtain, and you are like shit this is how the world really works but so many people just don't understand this um or i think we're almost like scared to because a lot of people know but they they just don't want to admit they like put their head under the duvet and like i'm just gonna stay here in the safe nine to five with stroke the cat and pay the tax and live in the and rain rather than go and like live the life i want if that makes
1: yeah. sense yeah have you ever struggled to break like a easy way to say this? So last year um, I finally bought myself a nice car for the first time. I've always wanted something that's broken that doesn't work. Cause I was like, if, if I see that every single day it motivates me to work harder, it's not even a nice car, but it's like a uh, Mercedes A180. And um, it's funny because I found it so hard to buy that. Cause I was, I want something broken that reminds me every single day to work for something and the moment I got it, I was like, shit, like, it feels so uncomfortable having this now. Did you ever have that in any period of your life? for you like... Um, I,
0: I tell you what was a perspective shift. When I I first moved to yeah. Dubai and then I have like a pretty border apartment. It's like three bedroom, 2,000 square foot, massive balcony, bang in the middle of Dubai Marina, like one of the best apartments you're ever going to see. And you're like this is where I live. I'm like, fuck me. And I think back to where I came from and I was working in a shitty little shed in my office. Uh, my, my office was a shitty little shed in my garden, which had like, in the winter was like asshole cold in the summer was like, like beyond hot. Cause it had like a black flat roof on the top of it. And I think like, that's where I came from. I was like, that, this is pretty cool. And I was like, if that's what you can do in five years, I'm like, like, where are you going to be in 10?
1: I and I
0: think, You know, I said to you earlier, that's what gives you confidence and certainty is seeing what you've done previously. And also when things go wrong is knowing that you'll be able to get yourself out of that position because the reality is there's going to be challenges at points and it's how you dig yourself out of these that's really going to define who you are and the trajectory of your life. And I say the limiting belief for me was that I deserve to have this and I've worked for this and that whatever I get next will be down to me deserving it for the amount of people I've helped, because the more people you help, the more successful you become as a by-product. Mm-hmm. Drop. Let, let me ask you a question. What's been the biggest mindset shift for you? Since working with you. Just generally last six months. <clears throat> that doesn't have to be related to me, just generally. Cause I would say you've changed as a person because I think I've seen you connect the dots because you asked me one question and I just think you know, it was probably a month ago when we trained and it was like, you're thinking differently because you asked me uh do you think i need to focus on my own physique and get a better shape to, to improve the business i was like 100 percent." and i said to you which is you said earlier it's like it's a person don't think you want to become the person who has the business because if you become someone so fucking good you have a gravitational effect you pull people
1: towards you right but i think it's generally a case of that it's kind of like taking myself seriously so that people take, take me seriously was the biggest mm-hmm. thing and i think having conviction was like the biggest pattern interrupt knowing that you're doing it you're living it you're breathing it and actually doing the thing you're not just saying you do it because previously it was a case of like these small little defeats like snoozing the alarm saying you're going to do something not doing it and it was like these small little defeats in private just led to like a lack of public confidence and i think that doubling down on that allowed me to double down more than anything else so i think that's been a case of actually doing things that's going to put me ahead in terms of my own personal self physique training mind, and just these small things like don't work in an office that's completely dirty and clean shit, like clean your room and make your bed, the whole those things. So I think it's like those are more like private wins that she's led to like a knock on effect. I think that's been the biggest thing. And just taking myself seriously has been the almost like the rocket. You could say that's just taking other things to the next level. I'd, I'd generally say that. It's,
0: mm, it's how you do one thing is how you do everything, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh 100%. But no, I think it's uh, most of that is kind of coming up back to like who you speak to and who you're around, and not like sometimes when someone says something negative, I'm like, I'm just gonna end the conversation here. Like, Adolfo said something to me the one time with we a dead old dog, like, it's a really good like, little saying was like, you're like a Formula One racer, and like, you're not looking on the side to see who's, who's watching, you're just going straight, going as fast as you can, and you're not gonna get distracted by the weeds. It's just be in the race car, go as fast as you can, not look to left and right. Like lady in a red dress, right? It's not looking at the lady in the red dress. Mm. It's, it's keeping yourself alive, like, keep the main thing, the main thing, singular focus and just and, double down and, that. and
0: that's it. And then rinse and repeat and become the master of that. And then you, you, you slay that dragon. and then you go find the next one.